episode 193, Being a Warrior, Not a Worrier. to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. And God damn it, it's hump day. <laughs> Welcome to the very best podcast in the world. Your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Now, uh, today's episode is, I don't know, I don't like this whole motivational bullshit because motivation can only come from inside of yourself. So the terminology I'm using is provocative in both ways, but justifiably so, as you will find out in this episode right after housekeeping. Views are my own. Uh, if you don't, not blah. Um, and sharing is caring, the more important thing. Where I am asking humbly <laughs> and getting on your fucking nerves to uh, share uh, this, you know, this episode or the past episode or future episode with someone who could also benefit from it. You know, maybe you didn't find it very beneficial yourself because maybe you are a warrior and not a warrior, but maybe you know a warrior. Uh, that uh, could really participate, you know, or benefit, not participate, but benefit from uh, this episode. And uh, so I am humbly asking you to share it. If you think this episode is good, or you don't think it's, you know, that good, share it anyhow through, you know, your most favorite social media channels or podcast app. It's rather easily done and it helps the, uh, this community grow even further. So in that sense, Let's get started for with today's episode. And uh, most importantly, um, how to stop being a worrier and becoming into a warrior. <laughs> so uh, I think we have to start out with really an interesting quote that's been kind of with me for a very, very, very long time. Uh, I don't know where it's from originally. Uh, supposedly, I think it's Einstein. I couldn't think that he actually said it. I never really researched it because it's too good. You know, it's like this fantasy that you want to upkeep, but uh, you don't want to ruin it by research. That's kind of like with this quote. And the quote is that worrying uh, is like interest on a debt you on a debt you don't owe. And let that sink in for just a minute, right? You worry pretty much all day about things which are more likely than not going to happen. Period. And having worked in the insurance industry for quite a couple of years, uh, you know, you get to understand that insurances are pretty good. <laughs> you know, they're pretty good product. But at the end of the day, you know, you can take out insurance on pretty much anything. And the less likely an incident is going to happen, uh, you know, that is contained or that is in your, uh, you know, level of coverage, the more happier the insurance company is going to be. No bullshit. So they're going to, you know, make sure to have all of their go out of jail cards and, you know, whatever. Uh, long story to be discussed maybe at another time. But um, even smaller things you worry about, right? Uh, thinking of kids, you know, uh, whenever I leave the compound, <laughs> as you, as I so lovingly call it, meanwhile, 
uh, which is rather seldom because I don't want to really be around people. But if I leave, you know, I'll see all these kids in the supermarket with, uh, with the helmet on and, you know, yet it's just that the only thing that's missing is bubble wrap you know, around these kids. And I don't want to say that kids are not precious. They are, but I fucking survived and I'm retarded physically. I don't have depth perception and that's a good chance for getting killed as a kid right? And I didn't die. And I remember a situation where, uh, you know, I'm originally from a very small village in Northern Germany with supposedly 800 citizens. Uh, I'm having trouble putting together 800 citizens. So I think it's subsidy frauds by the farmers for some reason that they counted the cows or whatever. But anyhow, um, a few years into staying there, I was, you know, in my late teens uh, either, you know, totally drunk, uh, or totally baked or both. And for some reason I was taking part in like this, uh, uh mayor's meeting, uh, town hall meeting kind of thing. It wasn't really a town hall, it was the local pub that everything happened at, but, uh, also another story. So anyway, uh, we were there for some reason, friends and I, and there was this jerk off that had moved to town from Hamburg, from a large city where, and he was arguing that we need a traffic light on the main street, which maybe, I don't know, over the course of a day, 150 cars drove through there. And, um, I, I, <laughs> so anyhow, he was arguing for a traffic light because that was the way his kids were going to school. And I couldn't help myself, but think, you know, it's like, if your kids are too stupid to cross the street, you know, then you know, <laughs> and you know, we done, we, we did that for, I don't know how long I went to school there, three years, four years. Yeah. You look left and you look right. And then you take your bike and you go over the street. You can't, you know, there's one, you can't rule out categorically accidents, right? <laughs> that just won't fucking happen, you know? And yeah, you can get into an accident. You can prevent, you can, it's this, snowflake society, snowflake care bear society, where, you know, you want to categorically rule out every risk. Well, here's the catch with that. Not only are you going to create degenerates because they're not going to pay attention anymore because yeah, I'm wearing a helmet. What the fuck can happen? Right. And all of this protective gear bullshit, right. You don't take as much care anymore in, you know, being in society. And, um, how did, how the fuck did I get there? <laughs> so anyhow, um, how do you stop worrying about shit? Well, you do a risk assessment in your head very briefly, right? And you don't need a background in finance to be able to do that. In that you ask yourself, am I, you know, you, we're getting back to awareness again and again and again, awareness about the present moment. And if you're caught in worrying about something, it's like, what is the likelihood of that, what I'm worrying about actually happening? Right. Cause a lot of us, you know, <laughs> I remember this situation, uh, when I went to school in, in the United States, it was like, uh, these, uh, supposed angel, I think it was called angel dust, this drug that, you know, people were, the, the bad guys were selling, it's uh, giving to kids away free at school and to get them hooked. And, you know, <laughs> I was like, that's this fucking stupid business model, you know, giving away your drugs for free you know, to get somebody hooked and then for that person to buy somewhere. I, I don't get it. 
<laughs> and anyhow, um, you know, the uh, parents were totally psyched, and I told my parents about that, and they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, there is a low possibility of that happening. Just pay attention. You know, don't take any of that shit despite peer pressure, yada, yada, yada. And that was it. You know, the, the likelihood of that happening was so low. You know, it was just this uh, folklore being told, obviously, amongst teachers and then, you know, spread as the truth, which back in the early 90s with the internet in its infancy, was, it was very difficult to research shit like that. You know, and so everybody was frightened by the news and, you know, that can, and now, you know, you see something on the news and you research it and you start, just start worrying about shit. And that's really where you need to cut out the news. If that's your, you know, if you're not capable of reducing the news that you take in to its literal, uh, you know, communication value, which is clickbait, <laughs> that's what it boils down to, you know, take some time to listen to independent journalists. They're way better. You know, your Glenn Greenwald, for instance, and, you know, all of those kind of folks. Um, they're true journalists, by the way. Nothing of that is left in the, uh, in the uh, media, in, in the corporate media. So, um, where do you get frightened? Why do you get frightened? That's something you need to investigate on your own. And once you have, and again, you know, we're back to awareness, you need to investigate what the risk of that thing that you're worried about actually taking place again when you've got that done you know then you start to really think about the risk and the risk is usually way lower than the thing you actually worry about and then you're good <laughs> and that's really fucking it you know um let's go to an example right quick um I was really worried about, you know, I'm from a family of civil servants at the end of the day. So it was like, you know, normal income, nothing out of the ordinary, you know, don't, you know, don't tread too far, you know, just you know, stay in your little bubble. And I went self-employed <laughs> and my family was like, are you fucking insane? And I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you very much. You know, I'm taking this risk. And it was a fucking stupid risk because that's something, you know, I thought was rather easy acquiring clients. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it was fucking difficult. And so with that came financial difficulties uh, in, in my life. I think I've, re you know, repeatedly uh, talked about this. And to a degree where it was just fucking difficult to survive. And however, you know, that made you from worrier to warrior, because all of a sudden you had to figure out things that nobody had taught you, that you were never exposed to, and you were left with the situation all by yourself. And then you have to start figuring out how shit works, and that makes you a warrior, because all of a sudden you have to negotiate with people. You know, it's like <laughs> you negotiate with somebody you owe money, uh, but you can't fucking pay. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I, I want to, but I can't. You know, <laughs> and that's a very easy conversation to have. Um, once you've learned how to do it, because right, you, you, you have the intent, right? And justifiably so, because, you know, you went into this contract into this obligation you want to pay, but at the moment you can't, right? But you're so ashamed and you're so set back and it's like, ah, <laughs> and you're, you go into this bubble, you become this recluse and you don't answer the phone and you know, that kind of shit. And all of a sudden I said, you know, I, I 
went to get advice from a guy that I'd met uh, uh, over the web, one of my first clients actually, I said, you know, what am I supposed to do? And he was like, well, just pick up the fucking phone, you know, tell them, hey, you know, I want to, can't, this is the situation, this is where I'm going to be in three months, projected, and then I'm going to pay you. And I did. <laughs> it was so fucking easy. The guy was like, yeah, okay, shit, but okay, there you go. And the situation was solved. And I could carry on without worrying anymore. You know, and that took the edge off. So how do you turn yourself from a warrior, uh, from a warrior <laughs> into a warrior, rather? And I think we're pretty much back to uh, square one and what I had mentioned earlier. You know, it's like you have to, you know, what you have to catch yourself worrying. You can't be in this worrying downward spiral. It doesn't work, right? You have to be, you have to generally increase your awareness. And once you catch yourself being worried about something, it's like, how do I dig myself out of this? Now, number one, again, sorry, I, I started with number two. Number one is, uh, is that actually a risk? Do, do a risk assessment. There's tons of literature on that online. If there is a likelihood of that thing happening that you're actually worried about, it's like, how do I mitigate that? How do I mitigate the risk? Right? Is it something that can actually happen? Will it impact my life? What's likely? Or yada, yada, yada. There you go. And then, you know, you confront that what you are worried about, and that's where you actually turn into a warrior. Now, sorry, it took me you know a quarter of an hour to explain that at the end of the day because it was rather simple. I, I should condense my episodes down to the title. No, seriously though, but uh, I hope that that gave you know some clarity to the rather. Um, bizarre title that I chose, but hey, clickbait. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in that sense, uh, I hope you, uh, you have a nice rest of your hump day. And uh, if you've already kind of ended your hump day, have a good night. We'll be in touch tomorrow when we are going to talk about habits. See you folks. Take care.